following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Here we go. Friday. Yes, sir. It's time. Yes, sir. Uh, Hold on. Let me got, get right. Barry Church got a <laughs> disinfectant. Yeah, let me get right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, do no, don't put no Rudy Gobert. My goodness gracious. It's okay. Um, God. We dang. think the studio is disinfected. Let's we're good. So. We think we're so. good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Ain't All no right. tours come back here, right? Uh, I just hand sanitizer myself up. You know. Man. Right. Okay, so we got hand sanitizer here at the star. All right, he's okay. Barry Church. Yes, Danny Danny Cram, Newy Scruggs. Mm-hmm. Players Lounge. Uh, and look, we, we, we'll we get into some Cowboys football, but we must talk about what is dominating not just events here in North Texas in the United States, but across the world. Yeah. The uh, coronavirus. <sighs> and one of the things that shocked me, okay, so I'm sitting at dinner. In my dinner break, between having to go back to do TV, mm-hmm. and then I see up there that Rudy Gobert has <sighs> has tested for coronavirus, and then of course as you go to handy Twitter because Twitter mm-hmm. forgets nothing, nothing. They show video of Rudy Gobert earlier in the week touching microphones, basically laughing about the contact rules. Like, hey, and and now cool. later on we see Donovan Mitchell. Also test for coronavirus. And Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweets out that Rudy Gobert has an issue in the locker room because of his carelessness and the way he was playing around. So I call I call up to, to Utah. You know, you start calling people you know, and uh, I said, "Hey, so Rudy gave it to Donovan." And then this person said, "Well, wait a minute. You don't know who had it first." Said you could have been carrying it and not showing any signs. So they said to blame Rudy right out of the gate is wrong. I was like, well, I'm no doctor and I don't know. I said, but what do we know? Rudy wasn't exactly acting responsibly with this. Yes, yeah, I, yeah I, you don't, I, you don't even have to blame Rudy for passing it on. You just blame him for negligence and ignorance, yeah, right? Stupidity. He get blamed for being dumb. Yep. And you, you know, in some cases, like I said, you mess with the, this. Take me back to when Perfect uh, uh, was 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 trying to hurt people on the football field. And I was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> if that was people, I know he would have got the polish put on them. But no this is the same. Cincinnati and, and Oakland. Yeah. This yeah. is the same. Rudy Gobert. Is the the perfect <laughs> of the NBA just in this in this moment? It's like, bro. It, listen, however you feel about the mm-hmm. coronavirus mm-hmm. is your feeling. Keep it to right? yourself. Keep it to yourself. It's other people out there that feel the opposite of you that mm-hmm. you feel. So don't put them in 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 in, uh, in harm's way because you feel like being being playful. And I don't want to hear that, man. I didn't know, and uh, you know, learn from my mistake. Nah, no. black eye. <laughs> now they all got it. Yeah, what? He and, got, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying, look, we was talking about that with Nui. Mm-hmm. Like, it's him, and then now whoever went back home with their families. With the kids. And, and the kids and all that stuff. And, and so now, not just your teammates are mm-hmm. in, in, have an issue or the media. It's their families as well. Exactly. I mean, he, he got to be one of the one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, the guy's going around there playing about a virus that he knows nothing about. He just heard from somebody. Oh, it's not that dangerous. All right, let me go spread and touch it. Even if you don't have a disease, what do you, what people go out there and just randomly <laughs> touch people and touch their things and all that type of stuff? I mean, like you said, like there's people on that team that could could have kids at home, and he, he's spreading it to them, and now they're spreading it to their families and kids, and maybe they spread it to their grandparents. And we know that the coronavirus is a, you know affecting the older older population. 
population. So, I mean, you just don't do anything like that. That was just a dumb mistake, just a stupidity. And if I'm one of those teammates and I ended up – we got to have some words, man. Because, yeah, you ain't just going to spread that. Oh. I got kids at the house. We're going to have to have some words, well, that, man. That is what Woj was in, ended up talking about um, on, a, on a sports center hit with Scott Van Pelt where he said, he, he, he said there's an issue – in that locker room right now. Big time. With what happened, Rudy Gobert. And I think about your situation. Your wife's expecting. And think about you, Barry. Yeah. Your wife just had a baby yeah. days ago. Congratulations to Barry's yes, church. Congratulations. You know, beautiful daughter. Second beautiful time, daughter. second time, you second know, time yeah, father. And you know, I'm just out here, you know, <laughs> producing. I'm producing. I'm done. No, I'll tell you that much. I'm done, but I'm yeah, right, yeah, what all right. Okay, let me, let me hip you out on that. I'm done thing. Um, did you watch Tubes Get Tied? Nah, okay, I ain't well, then you're not done. Okay. All right, take, it, take it from a veteran, all right? When number three, the going out of business baby happens, I watch. <laughs> Dr. Swinnerman, go ahead and uh, talk. We, we likely to be in the house for the next uh for the foreseeable future. So yeah, I don't want to hear that sweat, I'm you look, 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 Not much to do, but ain't no sports on. You're right. No, he's 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 out of commission for now. Yeah, for now. No, yeah. I said foreseeable future. We have no idea where this is going. Yes. All right. So, this is what Rudy Gobert put out on social media. Mm-hmm. Quote: I want to thank everyone for the outpouring of concern and support over the last 24 hours. I have gone through so many emotions since learning of my diagnosis, mostly fear, anxiety, and embarrassment. And the first and most important thing is I would like to publicly apologize to the people that I may have endangered. At that time, I had no idea I was even infected. I was careless and make no excuse. I hope my story serves as a warning and causes everyone to take this seriously. I will do whatever I can to support using my experience as a way to educate others and prevent the spread of this virus. I am under great care and will f- will fully recover. Thank you again for your support. I encourage everyone to take all the steps to st- uh, stay safe and healthy. Love. So that's Rudy Gobert. I ain't gonna lie man. to you, man. I mean, I, this this is what I hate. Uh, <laughs> you know, somebody apologize to people and they be like, uh, "I want to apologize if I hurt your feelings." <laughs> you I, listen. You obviously apologizing because you did something you shouldn't have been doing. That you may have it. Nah, you endangered everybody in there. Mm-hmm. Ain't no you may. Did. Everybody that you came in contact with, you apologize to all the media, all mm-hmm. your teammates, everybody. everybody that you was in there being careless with. Hey, man, I apologize to y'all. Mm-hmm. You didn't. May, it wasn't no may. You put no, them you in did. danger. You what are you talking you about? The whole, you talk- he even got the NBA postponed. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking oh, about? It's, 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 yeah, it's, as soon as that view came out and everybody was like, uh, I think I seen a, a, a story. They was like Chris Paul went over and they was asking, like, what's, what's wrong with Rudy? And everybody on the team was like, hey, man, y'all get away. Get I, back. He's sick. Get and back. Then right after that, I saw that and then it was NBA postponed. And, mm. and then, of course, you know, good old Twitter. They show, <laughs> they show a recent game and Rudy shoots a free throw, misses it, and old boy from Toronto – Ends up getting the ball, kisses the ball. Yeah. So, so. All every, in one minute. Everyone who has played Utah recently, you've got to go get tested. So, when the NBA shut it down, my first thought was, okay, that's real smart because you don't know who else may have it. Yeah. And when we start talking about lawsuits and everything, you got to go ahead and get everybody in your league tested your players, your staff, your coaches. I mean, everyone. So got you, you've got to sit up here and make sure your league is safe because we already saw, because that was the Mavericks game, when they told Harvey, we're going to shut down the high five line. You still have fans there. So they were trying to you know, 
keep fans in distance away. So this is a smart thing by, I think, all leagues until you find out more. You mm-hmm. don't know. You just don't know. So since you don't know and you can't assure anyone, and I go back to the, your situation, your wife just mm-hmm. had a baby. Your wife's expecting. Taking precautions is the right thing to do. Uh, NASCAR, by the way, was going to race this weekend, say no fans. Well, they just came out today, and NASCAR said, nope, nothing, uh, no, nothing's going to go down in Atlanta. They're going to postpone that. The Masters comes out, postpones their, mm-hmm. their tournament. We saw the NCAA tournament shut Big down, time. men's and women's teams. And, and uh, as a Carolina fan, because my Tar Heels lost 19 games this year. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sweep this one under the rug. Roy back there like this. Yeah. <laughs> You can't say Carolina make a tournament because ain't nobody play, right? So if nobody play, you can't say uh, it's all make a tournament. Everybody outside of Carolina knows go, that y'all love 19 hey, games. Hey, there's there's, there's, there's extra so many line. bigger issues right now. Y'all not even paying attention to that right now. You know what they good. said? There is yeah. one national champion of this, uh, of this year. You know who it is? The LSU right, Tigers, here we go. The LSU Tigers will be the only national oh, champions go, of man. the 2020 college <laughs> season of sports. Go Tigers! <laughs> yeah, go. man, we represent. Here we go, and we, and we did it. We did a historical fashion. So this thank you. This is true. This is true. I feel. I feel bad for like the Daytons though. The Daytons of the world. I mean, they once, gotta in, look, a lifetime man, once in a lifetime. They were number one seed going into. They might never get back to this. So should they grant another season of eligibility to seniors? Well, of course. Yeah, if they want to stay. Yeah, if you if, if you, you, you want to stay. stay, I think that you should have that option to get another year because this is something that's unprecedented, and these kids are. In a lot of cases, losing out on the biggest moments of their entire life. Some of them, the last moment that they will even uh, be able to play the sport that they love. So, yeah, give them another shot. Yeah, because it's tough because you can't just say, you know, let's postpone it and then uh, when it all clears up, we'll run the tourney because they haven't picked the teams to go in the tourney yet. Well, it's canceled. Yeah, so it's canceled. They can't even do that. The other portion of of that and and how big this tournament is, you've got to secure buildings. You've got to secure dates and hotels and all that stuff. That's gone. That's one because somebody's like, why don't you just postpone it? It's like, you don't understand. travel. How All tough that, that is, mm. the logistics to just get it. These tournament sites and these hotels and things that people book, this stuff and, and support staff, this stuff's booked years in advance. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. at SMU, they had um, they, they were going to have the women's regional final over there. So they've been working on that, planning that for years. And so you just can't say, oh, hey, um, in about 60 days, we're going to go ahead and have this here. No, Mm-mm. that's a whole because what happens to other things that are already booked that's in, already Atlanta, in there. the Mercedes Weddings and stuff. Well, the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta. I mean, you, you you know from what we have right here with what happens with the Jerry World, you're booking events and you've got yeah. stuff there all the time. Well, even true. the star, they, if you yeah. walk in there now, they breaking down the. It's, it was halfway put up because we had the USA uh, Conference Tournament that, that oh, was supposed to be happening. And I walk in there today, and the the court was half put up, and then you start seeing the tractors carrying that stuff back Dang out. It out man. Yeah, and, and it's hard to book a uh, book a time here at the Star, so I can imagine how difficult it is mm. to do AT and T Stadium or Talk about the years. Bounce. I mean, yeah. these things, these dates are booked years in advance, and so that that becomes a, a true issue when people just say, "Hey, you know, why are you canceling something here?" Uh, postponing is not easy. So even for the Masters tournament, okay, they're going to say hey, we're going to postpone it. So when do you do it? And, and trying to find what works so players can all get. It. I mean, that's it's, true. It's a, it's all um, not as easy as everyone likes to think. Mm. I heard somebody today talking about the. The NFL draft, which is supposed to be in Las Vegas in April, and somebody said, "Well, if you cancel it, just you should just give it to Las Vegas next year." 
And I just, when I heard it. <laughs> the economic, I just, what, what, what about the, the other planet? The next city gonna be like, hold up, plug. Uh, we yeah. Like that's like doing that for like oh the Super Bowl. Then we go. Let's give it back to uh if, if, to Miami yeah, if, if, for, for for the past season. If, if something would have happened, no, nah, because nah, whoever's there waiting, they waiting for that check. Like now, nah, Cleveland is supposed to host in twenty one. So you supposed to now say, well, we can give it back to Miami. So you supposed to go to Cleveland? Hey, Cleveland. I mean, you know what happened was. But here's the thing there too. So. The folks in Cleveland already know they're going to have it, so they're already making their plans. What will most likely happen? Let's just say Las Vegas is canceled. I go back to what happened to the NBA All-Star game with Charlotte when they ended up taking that away because of that bathroom bill. They took it from Charlotte, and they said, get your laws straight, and then we can come back to you. So they ended up getting you – know, they rescinded the laws, so they got rid of the bathroom bill, and then a couple years down the road when, when they had an open spot – Adam Silver and the NBA gave it Man. back to him. So if Las Vegas is canceled this year, it's not like you just say, well, we're just going to roll it in the next year. Because once again, you're talking about having to book facilities and hotels. This is, a, this is a big operation. I mean, you saw what went down here yeah. in, over Jerry World. I mean, that, that's a big operation. You just can't say, well, yeah, I mean, we're just going to move it to that's next true. year. No. And Vegas is always packed. So yeah. it ain't like you can just yeah. move this guy <laughs> out the way. Well, like, they, have, they have a weekend for everything. Right? Yeah, everything so yeah, so yeah. it'll be Memorial Day the next weekend. Yeah. Then July 4th weekend. Yeah. Then, you know, it's always something. Basketball be there, like, and everybody got so, money, yeah. so you ain't just pushing them out. The so way. the NBA will be resumed, and all of a sudden you got the playoffs, and you know, so they got a lot of lot to compete with to just talk about postponing. And so when you also talk about trying to move things, let's say your date runs up to somebody who already has it. So okay, are you willing now to buy out that contract mm. of the of, of the particular? Yeah, depending on which contract, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But those are yeah. things that those are things that go into effect here. That's so true. a lot of people just think that hey, you just push something down the road, postpone it. In, in the world of business and travel and bookings and conventions, that's that's. That, it's it's well, let's, let's also let not to, uh, forget to touch on the that this is under the assumption that everything will be fine in that time. That's true. This yeah, is we still learning also, everything I'm about under this, that assumption, man. right? So you, you can right. say, yeah, we go we go bump this back a month. <laughs> Who's yeah, to say in a month, in a month. <laughs> we won't still be going through something <laughs> in a month? You know, you, you can put these dates all you want to. But until it's fixed, like they said, it's fixed. Everybody got a plan to yeah. get punched uh, in the mouth. What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Players Lounge, Barry Church, Danny McCray, I'm Newey Scruggs. One of the things that I had a concern about, and we're still going to figure out what the NFL is going to do, what about visits? Oh, yeah, OTAs. I've seen a, lot, a lot of those have been canceled, right? I don't know. I saw a lot. I've seen a lot. So a lot of teams put out uh, notices yesterday, and they got all their scouts and all their uh, staff to come back home off the road. Even pro days. And, and, and I've seen some of them mm-hmm. canceled uh, yep. official visits for, mm. for for teams for the draft. And that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt the cats that are like you know fifth round, sixth round, like because they they use the pro day as like a place. You know, right. what if you weren't invited to the combine. You oh, know I, what I'm I, yeah, I didn't go to the combine. So pro day for me was that's huge. Well, that was tremendous. Like I, that was my opportunity to to the show. show and, well, I, and without I, it, I would I would have never I wouldn't be here. I mean, look, look Joe D found you out there. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's how you, that's how you get found. I, I I sent a text over to Gary Patterson, the head coach of TCU football, and I just said to him, "What about your pro day?" Mm-hmm. So so now. Is is it your pro day? You you you, know, you do a Zoom where everybody can just kind of look in here. Mm. See, I mean, what are you doing? Because you, I would say this: if I'm a university, if I'm an agent, I just don't want to. I, I got to figure out. I've got to put something on, on on film for for my clients, especially for the ones who said, "Look, I'm not going to run at the combine," yeah. or the ones who ran at the combine and maybe they got a faster track. So they want to yeah redo it. That's right. Man. I mean, they talked about on the draft show here on, on DallasCowboys.com about Ohio State and how Ohio State's got a faster track mm-hmm. than the combine. So, you know, so so these pro days, as you talked about, they matter. They matter. So this we've got a lot 
of as I said, some it's fluid. There's a mm-hmm. lot of fluidity to this. There's a lot. Yeah. So listen. So so you brought up Joe D finding me. Mm-hmm. So just to talk a little bit more about those guys who didn't go to the combine. It's guys. So we talk about Zoom and getting getting your film and your times to coaches and all that. Nobody was looking at me when I went there. I <laughs> they were going to watch the other guys who were going in the first and second and third round. Right. So me sending my film to those guys, it would it would have just went by the wayside. Yeah, like that's true. I was that's able true. to be seen just because it was all the teams coming to watch the other guys mm-hmm. who had that the talent true. there. So this is really going to affect it some is. guys like yeah. big time. Hey, it ain't going to kill like the the, the bona fide, like the, the the Bradys of the world. Yeah. Or, ain't gonna, or Burrows, I'm sorry. It ain't going to kill those guys. But the six-rounders, the undrafted guys like myself, I mean, this pro day yeah, is huge, man. Pro day is they huge. Won't see, I, I'm sure a lot of people came to your pro day specifically to see you. Yeah, and there were some it, other guys yeah. who were like, I'm glad I played with Barry uh, Church. Matter of <laughs> fact, how was it? Uh, the running back for the Jets. He, he, he went to Jacksonville for a little bit. Big dude, number thirty-three. What was he? Uh, Chris Ivory, I think. Nah, Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. Did he have the dreads? He had the dreads. Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Chris so he came to Toledo's pro day, and because uh, he was like, man, there's gonna be a lot of scouts there. Right. So and he ended up uh, getting picked up, I think, in like the sixth round, just off of that pro day. If so. it was a Zoom, or they had to send nah, him or something, like, they would have been like, I've, nah, we where's church? Let's <laughs> check through this. Yeah, let's check. That's how it is. Let's find church. But this is this is what the times call for. So we we, yeah. we shall see. All right, um, who knows? What happens next week in terms of free agency? Mm. The NFL saying everything's as usual, but we don't know. And oh, by the way, there's a CBA vote, mm. and it's going to be interesting as one down. NFL player right now is saying, "Hey, everybody, shut it down." We'll tell you exactly who that NFL player is next, right here on the Players Lounge. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to the Players' Lounge. <laughs> Come here. Got you again. <laughs> we are here at the Star. Shout out to Mr. Smith. Louis Scruggs. Barry Church. Yes, Toledo Rocket. Yes, sir. Danny McCray from the uh, 
Louisiana school. Somewhere down there. Yeah, you're right, because it's only one of us. It's cool. They gonna hate. Only national champion of 2020, baby. Write <laughs> <laughs> it in the book. When you it do the 30, the when, you, when you watch the 30 for 30 in a couple years, it's gonna say that there was one national champion <laughs> and they represented all sports and all schools for 2020. It's 30 gonna be for 30, the, the year of one. <laughs> go Tigers! It's gonna be just purple and gold. The whole, the whole the year of grid. one. <laughs> Representing my UNC Pembroke Braves. There we go. Pembroke in the house. So, so our kids were on the bus going to the NCAA tournament, D2 NCAA tournament. Turn it around. Had to turn it around. Come on back, man. Mm. Yeah, man. You see, they, they close in a lot of states. Ohio, I know for sure. They close all the schools, even like for three weeks. They elementary, ex- they, they everything. They extended uh, is the DISD right now for another week. C- certain mm. schools here, they, they got they, they got extended another week. My, my kids, I don't know yet. I was talking what. to my wife today. I was, mm, might be might be part two coming up. I mm-hmm. think they will be. Yeah, I think they will be a part two. Which because you can have half of them going and yeah, then the other true. half not you, going. Yeah, they, you're, you're in, it's an independent school district, you so you do whatever you want. That but the, but the blowback, the blowback from an outbreak at a school. Oh yeah, you get yeah, you definitely get. Oh, you the one district who yeah. decided, oh, no, nah, we good, oh, player. Y'all that, y'all that greedy, huh? <laughs> we bought all the lights off. So that, that, that means I got to spend another week playing Benson. This yeah, is true. Yes, yeah, so they had to make is. pancakes. Well, I want blueberries in my pancakes. I, I don't want blue. Okay, fine. I'll make two sets of pancakes. <laughs> the wash the dishes, doing the trash. No, it's helping you spend more quality time at, at times of the day when you wouldn't usually be able to hang out with the little ones, man. Yeah, that's you got to embrace it. You spoken know, from half, somebody with no kids. So, uh, that's what you, you coming I'm up. On you coming the, up. I'm on <laughs> The way. Then you go right here. Matt, do you appreciate pre-A school that yet? <laughs> my oldest, my, all three of them sleeping in. So they, I left, I left the house at about nine forty to come over here, and they were everybody was sleeping. He so. tipped mm-hmm. he tipped tip out. Of <laughs> Daddy, no, pancakes. Oh, yeah, pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> they heard the toast slamming. Burn, burn, rub yeah, I, I did no breakfast today. I had no breakfast today. You know so. What the pancakes at? Oh, so, you got a text. Right Mama's ha- mom handling that. You got that on deck. Right? I'm good on Friday. I'm good on Friday. I know Friday I got to go to the podcast. So oh, I'm, I'm good. Man. I'm good on, on, on that end. But, uh, yeah, another week of spring break, man. <laughs> this dude is melting over here, bro. Look at this. Y'all get me it's laughing. I start sweating. Like, stuff, why you got, why you got on a sweatshirt? I got a sweatshirt. Man. I was good. It's good. You know, nah, that's not what happened. You know you come in here. I saw the rain clouds. And I was like, it might be a little chilly out, so I'm gonna throw this hoodie on. Bro, you got on your phone. All you got to do. What I meant to do was throw on a t-shirt. All I got is a beater on, so I can't take it off. (laughs) So now you just go build it. I can't. can't, I'm okay. No, no. After the break, I might come back in here. Do the hat. Do the hat. The hat. You you usually can't see water through the hat. But then it's going to just go like this. Knew we got that anti-perspiration. I know. <laughs> he, ain't even, he ain't even sent me this connect yet. It's hard. He's somebody, all bald by the spot. Look out this for man each other. I got it. I got it. I got it. If you need it, I'll straight now. It's, it's just okay. gonna be good coming down now. No, it's, I got it in my backpack. So if you oh, need it, because because I travel with it for all my live shots, so it's right there. I got two wow. of them. I got two anti shines. Just I just gotta stop laughing. That's it. I just gotta stop laughing. Uh, we got. We're not gonna laugh at this. It was a, it the CBA. The collective bargaining agreement. So the NFL owners have approved a ten-year deal that they say we're good with. So they've sent it to the NFL players, their union, and they're supposed to vote. It has been very interesting because what we thought at one point in time, like, oh, it'll pass. That now it may not. Eric Reed of the Carolina Panthers tw- um, is not happy. He believes that the NFL is going to take it to disabled players in this new deal. He said, quote, this proposal reduces the previously awarded benefits. It goes back and takes from disabled retirees. It breaks promises already made, promises made to the most vulnerable players. 
This is a clear moral issue. We need moral courage right now. Here's what's interesting about what Eric Reed said. I had a veteran NFL player call me yesterday and go through the whole thing. And I don't know if he says page 391 or 395, but he gets into it. And he basically said, look, they are about to really hurt some older players if they pass the D. He said, guys aren't reading this. And he's and so that's what he told me. And so he says that, and then I hear this from Eric Reed. So very interesting. But at the end of the day, he said, how many guys are going to get to 300 pages? He said, if it's, a 40, page, he said, if it's 40 pages, guys don't read it. Well, so. Let me tell you something. If you, if you want to know anything about the CBA, just go through his timeline. He actually posted pages. Of, I think he broke it down to about six pages of pros and cons mm-hmm. of why – the, why it's good and why it's bad. So you don't even have to read all 400 pages. You can get some pretty strong bullet points for why he feels the way that he feels without having to go through 400 pages. If you do, you might feel differently. About, so so about are they this. saying that the, the new CBA is catered towards players that are in the league right now? It's catered toward revenue and paying people more, and that's what is going to get people right to now. say yeah. And then when they leave, basically – yeah, they're not thinking about that. Yeah, they're they thinking won't. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking about that. So. But they got to. Eventually, they're gonna be out. More from Eric Reed. Because imagine if all the players would have stood by Colin Kaepernick after he uh-huh. wasn't signed and showed the owners that we are together. The CBA negotiation would be a cakewalk. The owners know the players won't stand together on anything. I agree with him on that, though. Well, on the fact that the uh, players not sticking together. That happened last that happened, time. Yeah. So I, I agree with him on that one. I don't know about that Colin Kaepernick thing, but everything else, though, for sure. <laughs> well, I think he said that that's the one chance that they had to stand. Oh, yeah, to stand to, together. Know. Okay, I got you. Here's, here's one of the things that if I were a player, I would simply ask, why do you want to do a 10-year deal? In an age where the TV contracts aren't going to be a 10-year deal. That's true. That's and, true. And why would you do anything that's a decade long? In today's world where technology and things change within two and three years. I mean, just think about your phone. How many times do you have to update your phone now because they come up with new mm-hmm. things? Every September. Right. So, so I mean, the world in 10 years is just going to change a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, think about what was t- done in 2010, the world in 2010, <laughs> and now the world in 2020. That's true. We were in Valley Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. Okay. Right. What was it? One year of uh, the first year of, of Jerry World, and now it's a year 10. I mean, so, I mean, just think about it. The, the Rangers are about to open up a new new ballpark. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. But, you know, next yeah. month when, when they start. So, I mean, 10 years, that's a long time. 10 years ago, the Mavericks won the NBA championship. Man. It was 10 years ago. Dirk was in the top five player in the league. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, crazy. you know, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I ran a 4 right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was fast then. Uh, I mean, just really think about it. Where were you 10 years ago? That's true. You didn't have kids 10 years ago. Surgery. So Seven surgeries later. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that, to me, just, just my mind automatically said, why would you enter a 10-year deal? Well, you know who's running the, the union? Demora Smith, so that's you know, the, it's the it's the old way of like it's always been the team. Yeah, so let's he's been getting, he's been getting it shellacked for decades now. <laughs> and we I don't know why we still. That's another story though. So anyway, it's going to be interesting to see if this thing passes. Um, I, I think about all the time of a guy like Kyler Murray who is an exciting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. He was a first-round draft pick of the Oakland A's and signed a deal with the A's. Then he decided, you know what, I want to play football. So ends up going to the combine, becomes a first-round draft pick, has to give all the money back to baseball. And you start talking about retirement. How about this? I don't know if you guys knew this or not. But if you play 10 years in Major League Baseball, 
when you retire, you get three hundred thousand dollars every year, every for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's how strong that union is. And we over here. How much you got? Oh, you got several. Scraping for pennies. We over here scraping for. Man, I'll tell you what. That's what I wish would be something like. If, once you're vested, once yeah, you get that once five, you're vested, you should, you should, at, yeah. at least healthcare. You know, and they. That's, I mean, just imagine, imagine if you played ten years. How we get three hundred grand? Yeah. I just don't understand how we how we let this slide. Well, you understand. Eric Reed just told you. But when is the next like? <laughs> when's the next vote for the the head of the the union? Like divorcement? Yeah, is he, he just he's penciled in always. Does it matter? If you, if, you, if you agree to a 10-year deal, okay, I mean, who are you going to hire It's going to yeah, be on the job for 10 years? That's true. I mean, Demore Smith has been there, but I mean, just at the end of the day, and you can, and this is, this is just my opinion, you can hire whoever you want to, but until the players decide there's going to be a sacrifice made, mm-hmm. then you're not going to get what you want. Absolutely. And that is in, that's, not, and that's not just, that's in anything, you know, not just, I'm talking about football, it's really anything. Until you're ready to sacrifice something, if you want to give me blood, you want to give something, you ain't ever get anything. You saw what happened when they went on strike. Did the, player, the players cross the line first, right? They went back, they went back, right? That's with the replacements. Yeah, they yeah. went back. So, yeah, I mean. Until, I mean, if you're the product, until you miss games, then things don't happen. I mean, it's just like when you see other unions in, in different career fields when they go on strike. If, when you're not producing something that's wanted, then all of a sudden things can they change. Start for changing you. your way. Okay, what about the Montgomery bus boycott that that with Rosa Parks mm-hmm. and Martin Luther King? Until people stop going on black people in Montgomery, all of a sudden going on the bus and they weren't making any money. Well, okay, well, then things change. You have to be willing to give up something in anything it is yeah, that true. you truly want. That's and true. so that's been a big thing about. And I've always looked at NFL players. He said, "Look, you've not been willing to do what baseball players have done." Which Okay, we'll withhold services. That's true. And guess what? These owners know it. Oh, yeah, they know it for sure. These owners they know, know it. That's why they printed out 400 pages and said, read this, sign it. We good. We good. So, and keep and they, was, they was ready, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we got some yeses. What? We, we, get to, we get to hit the herbs a little yeah. more? Well, we're not going to get to Oh, we're here. Let's sign yeah, in. You I say mean, 100K? You say 100? Sign up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It look that's good. Rough. It look good. So, that, good. that's our CBA that's talk. Let's Next, let's dive into... The issue the Cowboys have right now. This franchise deadline's been moved. It's coming up now. Uh, Rain Dakota Prescott, unsigned. Amari Cooper, unsigned. Mm. Who gets signed first? And also, I'll tell you, I want to read a couple Twitter things that people have said to me about Dak's contract. I read, yeah, yeah. Let's dive into that. Let's dive into my, my Twitter timeline next, right here on the Players Lounge. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. 
Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. Where you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to the Players' Lounge. All right, tell everybody the social media handles here, fellas. Uh, Barry Church? Both Instagram and Twitter is uh, BarryChurch42. Uh, Danny McRae? Twitter for me is DannyDMac44. Instagram is Danny underscore McRae40. Hit me up on Twitter at Newey Scruggs. It's N-E-W-Y-S-C-R-U-G-G-S. It's N-E-W-Y-S-C-R-U-G-G-S. Facebook page, it is Newey Scruggs Sports. All right. Cowboys want Amari Cooper, the wide receiver, back. They want Dak Prescott, the quarterback, back. Mm. If the CBA passes, that means the Cowboys can't tag both guys, which means they only have one franchise tag, which means if they don't get a deal done with one of them, somebody's going to hit the free agent market. And we all know when you have prime players who hit the free agent market, there's going to be somebody out there willing to write a big, fat check. Biggin'. Okay? It's, it's just how free agency works. And you're going to sit up here and say, oh, they pay that guy that much? You're going to say, yeah, they pay that guy that much because they had that money and they were desperate. And so, hey, that's how free agency works. Yep. There are some people out here who have issues with Dak Prescott. And... Freddie D. Freddie D. Freddie D. entered my Twitter timeline, and I'm just sitting here. Um, wait, speak, wait, speaking of timelines, tell me, was this before or after the $40 million a year came out? Well, it was like four-year, $160 million. Freddie was upset about the um, $33 million. Okay. okay. He's saying that's too low? He says it's too much. He should, Dak should jump it. Jump mm-hmm. in it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. Okay. Yeah, so, so Freddie, Freddie here... Um, is saying that Dak is is a eight and eight, consistently going eight and eight for the Cowboys. He didn't go to two divisions anyway. Mm, right, Freddie right. D. What's going on, Freddie D? Mm-hmm. He talking about Jason Gary. He talking about. He said, bro. <laughs> he said, bro. Jimmy G has already had more playoff victories already and played in the, and played his Super Bowls. And Cousins <laughs> has the Vikings as a threat in the AFC. We're lucky to go eight and eight. I'm, I hit it back. I said, well, Jimmy G became the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL off seven football games. And I said, uh, miss me with the Dak has it done crap. I said, Cousins got $84 million. Didn't have the resume of success that Dak has had. Um, Freddie is is really talking about how, you know, you can't give $120 million to Dak Prescott. He said, that is, he said that would be foolish. And I'm like, well... Cousins doesn't play in the AFC. Let him know that. Yeah, I'm about to say from the, from the jump. He ain't even <laughs> in the AFC. Jimmy G completed 11 passes versus Minnesota in the 49ers playoff win and just six passes in the NFC title game. And he was not the reason that San Francisco got to the Super Bowl at all. and lost. Uh, <laughs> he was I, one of the reasons. Yeah, he's one of the reasons why they lost. For sure. 
For sure. Uh, and he said, and the Cowboys got eight wins they got were against teams with losing records. Let's give Dak $120 million. Seriously. Says, hashtag, come on, man. And I hit him back and I said, you know, Dak is 40 and 24 the regular season since 2016 only. Tom Brady has more wins, 47. So Dallas has had one eight and eight season. You said the word consistent and it only happened once. I said, Freddie, your hot takes need some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them, them boys look warm right now. Then on the whole, Derek, the whole, the whole $120 million, mm-hmm. you know, I said, look, the Raiders gave Derek Carr five years, $125 million. I said, Dak is a better player. I said, Fred, you have to learn how the quarterback contracts work, baby. At minimum, the Cowboys will have to pay Dak $33 million in 2020 because that is what that franchise tag is going to be. Mm-hmm. I said, you and those hot takes. Now, look, <laughs> if you look at what it would cost the Cowboys to franchise Dak Prescott <laughs> over the next two years, it's going to average out to about $35 million. So why would he take? Why would he? All right, that makes no sense to me. And so that's that's the part that we see on social media as so many fans are mad at Dak Prescott because it was it was reported by Calvin Watkins of the Morning News that he turned down an average of thirty three million dollars a year. Hmm. And and fans are thinking, well, why do you turn down thirty three million a year? And because you're too short, that's why. Because <laughs> you're too short yeah. per year. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I, I, I go back. This is this I, takes me back to Tank Lawrence when people were mad at Tank last year. Well, the Cowboys are they're, they're going to give him 18. The franchise tag will be more than that. You're, you're, I'm sorry, guys are going to look at if you tag me for two years, what is the average of that going to be? Mm-hmm. We need to start here. That's what these agents are doing. Yes, and it makes sense. Yeah, and fans don't get it. So fans want to think that the players are the greediest son of a guns out there mm-hmm. when you're just realizing if, if you're the player, even though you would prefer the security, if you can't get that, then you might as well play it out. Might as well. You might as well play it out. Look at Kirk Cousins. Because the teams, if they're smart, won't franchise a guy two years in a row. It doesn't help. It, it's it's a detriment if mm. you're trying to run your team inside oh, yeah, of the yeah, players. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's a it. detriment. But these fans don't get it. And so they're so mad at the player that they I, I laugh when I just hear some of the stuff that's said about him. And so let me ask you a question. Do you think the organizations put these numbers out there to kind of paint the player as being like this greedy guy so the fans will kind of get on him and then next thing you know he's like, oh, he buckles under the pressure. He's like, oh, I just want to be good for the fans. Because that's what you say because you don't see the agency. You don't see the agency unless putting they're saying it, Unless they saying it and they just like know. disgusted with the fact yep. that they will offer him some. You don't so see low. the agencies putting him out. I just wonder if that's, you know. If that, if I'm asking who put that. out the four for one sixty. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, who put that out? Who put the four for one sixty? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, look, at it the looks end of like the, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta get the real numbers. First glance, it looks it looks like a lot. So you got people mad about Dak turning down thirty three, and then you get the here's what we should do crap. So what <laughs> one of my frat brothers said. We should let Dak go, he oh, says. man. <laughs> go to Carolina, trade for Cam Newton. Oh, man. Let Cooper walk and re-sign Des Bryant. Who said this? It's one of my frat brothers. Bro, he was, Come on, he, was man. he was at a bar. Like, he had to be at a bar. He had been there for a couple of hours. He living in 2014. Yeah, yeah probably <laughs> a couple shots <laughs> in. 
there's it, no way that he really he was trying what? to get you to respond. No, this it's was a, this was his deal, and I said, okay. We get pumped. We get pumped. You think Dez could be a, <laughs> no disrespect, but you think Dez could be a number one receiver with Cam Newton? With Cam Newton coming off shoulder surgery, <laughs> his his. His thing on Cam, he says, Cam never had any weapons in Carolina. He comes here, he has a whole lot of weapons. And I said to him, okay, let me let me make sure you I put this straight. Mm-hmm. Greg Olson. I said, do you realize Cam has been injured the last two seasons and his own team has not committed to him next year? <laughs> that should make you realize something. I said, we're talking about a quarterback whose best asset has been his legs and red zone ability, and you're talking about a guy with a shoulder trying to go in the red zone. As it, you really have to ask yourself: Are you thinking of Cam Newton fifteen and one? Yeah, that's what they think. In the Super Bowl fifty, or are you thinking of Cam Newton now? Because guys who play football know sooner or later the hits they're going to add up add up he ain't going to be able to get out of bounds one of those times we always talk <laughs> about running backs having only so many hits in the body mm-hmm. if you're a quarterback that runs a lot and you run like Cam Newton you only have so many hits in that body and the question you have to ask right now is how many of those hits have taken Cam down now all those people who say Dak Prescott is not accurate you want Cam Newton? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No you, way. You, you, you live for Cam Newton? I mean, so, so I, I, I laugh at this stuff. You want to bring in a dude, trade. Okay, what are you trading, by the way? You want to trade for a guy you don't know how good he's going to be and then bring in Des Bryant. And let Amari Cooper walk. <laughs> who the last what? time we saw. His, his fair brother. Had, had no chemistry with Dak Prescott. So if he had this no chemistry with this Dak Prescott, you think he was going to have some chemistry with Cam Newton? Coming off of two, not well, playing for two years? Both of them haven't really played in the past two years. Listen, that, that, that is outrageous. <laughs> you <laughs> want see Pembroke, huh? That is straight yeah. up. Was he at least keeping Byron Jones? Was he keeping anybody? Did we did we did we get Robert Quinn? Who, what else did man. we get? Did we get something else? Uh, he, my man, my man was really he's 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 upset about Dak. So it was really a Dak centric type of. He was just okay. Mad. Like, I don't right, understand right. why he's so mad that Dak wants his money. Okay, <laughs> like he get like he getting the leftovers. Oh, 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 wait, wait, no, okay, let me let me read it exactly. Okay, I was wrong on Cooper. He says, "Family, I think the Dallas Cowboys should let Dak walk if he doesn't sign the current contract. Trade him for." Cam Newton, bring Dez back, get a tight end that can stretch the field, franchise Cooper, get a D-line, play smash playoff football, feature the O-line and Zeke. Let's go to the Super Bowl. He ain't been watching because uh, we feature have a tight end that can stretch the field one. Uh, <laughs> Did he see the offensive line last year? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, well, well, listen, he, he was drinking. I'm telling you. Yeah, he had a couple of something, them. Something's going on. He had a couple of them old fashions or something's something. Something's going on. Uh, he punking you, Nudie. Uh, something. Like, something. I'm going to get on. I'm yeah, going to get on. Like, yeah. I'm going to get on. There ain't no way. I'm going to get him riled up. Look, that I'm take say makes absolutely no sense. So th- th- these are some of the things that I get on, on Twitter and trying to explain the quarterback market to people. So I bring up Matthew Stafford. Look, Matthew Stafford, when you all want to say Dak hasn't won anything, Matthew Stafford's won nothing. Nothing. Matthew Stafford has made well over $200 million in his NFL career. Yeah. It comes down to what does your franchise value you as? 
The Lions have valued Matthew Stafford as a franchise player who oh, they yeah. the centerpiece of what it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. They value. So, so you can sit up here and say you don't think he's my boy Rob Parker. Rob Parker and I go back years. You see Rob Parker on FS1. Mm-hmm. He does. He thinks Stafford's he's, he's got a losing record against Wings. He's he just, he's down on him. Why are you paying this guy all this money? The Lions deemed him worthy of it. They view Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones have come out and said they want Dak Prescott here and that he's going to get a great payday. They've said this. So you can have your own opinions about it, but it comes down to what does the franchise want? No different than if you're sitting here and you marry a girl and your friend's like, why are you marrying her? Well, guess what? I love her. I love her. Yeah, I love true. her. Well, it doesn't true. matter if you love her. I love her. And this is what it does come down to. How much do you love the player? That's why we keep seeing the quarterback markets reset. And I have another guy say, well, you know what? He shouldn't get more than Big Ben. He shouldn't get more than Russell Wilson because they won Super Bowls. And I said, under your premise, why is anybody making more than Tom Brady? Exactly. Who is better, uh, Stafford or Jimmy G? Stafford. Oh, come on, Louis. Stafford is head and heel. Hold on. You said said Jimmy G. Jimmy G? To me, they're really kind of the same dude. How? Jimmy G. Bro, you, Stafford's we been just, going for five. Whoa. We just talked about Jimmy G and Jimmy 11 G completions. Jimmy G 11 completions? Jimmy G? We saw him in the – You're right. What right. are no, we talking about here? Sta- Stafford is – who? who's paid more? Stafford. Staff, wait, Stafford – overall? No, for this now. new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, for this yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah, Jimmy G more. <laughs> so what? So like, the, the market yeah, – You know what? Stafford reset it to Jimmy G top Jimmy G top So that's the market. It's the market. It's all about timing. Since it's not even really about who's better. Well, and then the sense of, yes, stay right there, the market. And what is what do we know the market is going to continually do? Right. It's going up. So as it goes up, so the franchise tag on what quarterbacks had – Three and four years ago, which they were using in terms mm-hmm. of uh, how you market, how you do a deal. That's why it keeps going up. So everybody jumps everybody. Everybody, yeah. And and what I do also kind of laugh about because because fans don't get it. If you're a player, this is what you want. You, you don't want people to, to to go below the market <laughs> right. value. Right. You, you don't keep want, raising the bar. Tom Brady, Tom, yes, has, Tom Brady <laughs> has done nobody no any service. Favors. He has done no service to yeah. the rest of the league. Tom Brady could not be a baseball player because they the union. Well, tell church, you bet church, you better go get this contract. <laughs> I mean, they, they tell you that church get that contract because we need other people to get this. I mean, they mm-hmm. when Alex Rodriguez wanted to get a deal done with the Boston Red Sox, the Rangers had traded into Boston. Boston wanted him to defer some money. Alex wanted out of Texas so bad he was going to give some back, and the union was even they looked at they're like, no, you can't do it. The union cut down a contract that A Rod and the Red Sox had agreed to to restructure the contract. Can't do it. Like like a baseball cut. That's I mean they were took a football cut. They were trying to do it like a football cut. Mm-hmm. Let's restructure some money here. And the players association said no. And it blew up. So you had to come back to Texas. They eventually traded him to the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. But that's how that thing works over there. They're not you're not taking discounts over there. They don't want that at all. They 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 frown upon it. I remember one baseball player who felt like he was pushed into signing a deal. That he necessarily didn't want to because of the union. He did it, mm-hmm. but he, he wasn't really happy about it. And just kind of said in his own way of, you know, I kind of was told I needed to do this. And a union like that is strong. Yeah. You want people looking at you cross eyed. Yeah, you don't want that problem. So. But our union. Our union, though. <laughs> do what you got to do, player. We're getting all this money from TV and all that. Go ahead and take a little bit off the yeah. top, though. Uh, yeah, this let's, is... let's, let's lower it a little bit, even though our TV rating and all that's going up each and every year. 
If if the CBA's passed and the Cowboys only have one franchise tag and they give it to Dak Prescott, what is your worry level about Amari Cooper getting on the free agent market? None. If they franchise Dak, they're paying Amari. Uh, whoever, I think he's they, gone. They, what, I think whoever doesn't get tagged is getting paid. I think they're, I think if they tag that, I think somebody gonna outbid outbid the boys for the, for Amari Cooper. And that's the only that's the only. That's I don't that. think they will outbid them enough to, keep, to so, get to well, get Cooper. How, to leave so from if, here. let's just say the Cowboys come in at twenty and Buffalo comes in at twenty two. You think you think he he's gonna, not going to Buffalo? They ain't going for the extra no. two. He gonna lose. He gonna lose two in Texas. All right, let's say four then. Let's say twenty four, and the, and, the, and the boys give him, boys give him twenty point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to. Yeah, that's you, a little. you got. That's only that's only risk. I think if somebody out, but if anybody comes in within a mill, like mill or two, I think he'll stay just because of the off the field opportunities here. But do you say he had an issue playing outside or something? I mean, he had him, in the cold and all that. Uh, on the road, too. So maybe on the road. So got, yeah, so maybe I don't know about yeah, Buffalo. Most yeah, of you use uh, like New Orleans. Look, Actually, yeah, no, yeah, New Orleans get, can't do it. Oh, they can't do it. They, they can't got do it. They can't do it. Who, who can afford to pay the top notch for <sighs> Jacksonville? The, the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins Jacksonville. Too. Jacksonville. Indianapolis. It's cold, but they play indoors. That's not what they do. So, so that's, that, that's not what they And that's the other thing, too, is people try and throw out this stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, ask yourself, what does this team do? For instance, when people talk about the Patriots, oh, trade back to the Patriots. And I just shake my head like, what? That's one place that's not trying to play any, pay anybody. <laughs> what do we know about Dak Prescott? He's trying to get paid. He's trying to get his So grade. why are they going to trade you a first-round pick and They've write only a che- pay one cat. And write a check. Step you know who is looking for a receiver, and they look for a receiver all last Philly. year? Uh, uh, Philly and Seattle. That's true. Oh, you, know, you, know you don't who, want to go play with Russell? You know who I saw going uh, up to Seattle on a visit. Uh-oh. If he can get healthy, who? Jordan Reed, the tight end. If he can get oh, healthy, yeah. you know, you see how they use their tight ends up there. He could be, he could be nasty. Um, he, he got, no, them concussions no, a little crazy. You think no, he's done? No, concussions he, a little crazy. Um, he has been out now, for like two years. Here, here's, and I just come back to this with you. What, what you talked about Seattle? You got DK Metcalf who really came on at the end of last year. I mean, he's a matchup nightmare. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about the best of what Dez was. DK Metcalf is, is that now. And then they got Kevin Lockett. Yeah. So if you're Seattle, would you rather spend some resources on trying to get your offensive line straight? That's true. That's a good point. They got a good, solid backfield. Russell going to be running around that thing anyways. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> That's, what they, That's what he they does. They don't lie to I mean, me all right. You could, you could look at I mean, Hey, look. Cooper's gonna cost you twenty million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many how many franchises do it? I mean, Seattle hasn't traditionally tried to pay that position. If I'm them, I'm keeping. I'm trying to keep Clowney by all means. If that's if that's that's my that's my take. Yeah, on it. yeah, I try yeah, to keep yeah your defense needs to be what it is. But you know, it, it was obvious last year that they they wanted some help at the receiver position. Oh yeah. And, so uh, so to pay Cooper, you're pretty much talking about most teams that can afford a huge number to blow them away that the Cowboys can't compete with, it's going to be some teams that are bad. Right, for sure. Philly can come to them, but at the end of the day, do you want to live in Philadelphia? And play outside in that cold. Right, is that what you yeah, want to you do? You're a Miami guy. Is that what you want to do? Having played, lived in Miami, played Alabama, played in Oakland, I played for the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think you want those problems. And a chemistry with the quarterback. 
So, so those are those are the things. Now, look, at, at the end of the day, he 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 may be bluffing us because he's not an easy guy to read. He can be bluffing yeah, us all day long. Just be, be Cuba Gooding Jr. or play Rod Tidwell and say, "Hey, show me the money." <laughs> so, so we don't know where he goes. But, That's true. But the Cowboys, and it's going to be interesting. What do you got? Seventy-two hours to try and nail a deal down with one of these two guys. That's all they he's, got left, huh? He's going yeah. to go where he's wanted. I don't think he's leaving here. McCarthy has expressed how much he wants the dude to be here. That's true. Uh, he's expressed how much he wants to be here, bluffing or not. I, I don't think it's. But then that goes. To, I don't think it's going anywhere. How are we gonna like? Then it goes. You know, if his numbers keep getting keep rising, let's say they tag Dak, and then his numbers keep rising, does that mean Quinn's up out of here? Does that Could mean be. you know? Yeah, sure. Quinn, I think, like yeah, that? Because Quinn's numbers gonna be high. Yeah. Lee, General as Lee, as he, he, Lee gonna be. You know, his numbers low. See? Quinn, and they Quinn, need something for LV because yeah, you know because he got the neck. That is he true. got the neck thing. We talked about the neck thing during the season, and just, not, it's not that easy to come back from. Like, know, oh, he had neck surgery, then all of a sudden next remember, year he'll be fine. Uh, who we played with? It was like first couple years. Hans Holloman. Yeah, remember Hans Holloman? Yeah, he, he had, had that neck, and he had to retire. He had to retire. Man. That's nasty. So it's, it's it's interesting here. It is interesting. I I would say this about someone of Amari Cooper's uh, character and makeup. You after you play for someone like Nick Saban, guys like that in terms of somebody who knows what they're doing. And if somebody's going to go out here and try and lure Amari Cooper away, I think you have to have a really good head coach. Strong, strong personality. That that's a detailed guy that, that he feels comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he doesn't know Mike McCarthy. He can talk to him a little bit, but Mike McCarthy does have a resume of winning a Super Bowl. I think those things matter. To someone like Amari Cooper okay. is, is winning. I mean, he you also just... has somebody who can vouch for him. Randall Cobb's here. It's true. true. So he can, true. he can just straight up say, "Hey, man, this, this is, is this, yeah, this is true." He, <laughs> he knows his exes and those. He knows what know, he got yeah. going. So, and, and I'll say this, and this is just me. This is me having covered this team and Jimmy Johnson was head coach, and you know, just seeing a lot of guys through the years. I can't name anyone who Jerry Jones has come out and told you, "I want." That he didn't get. That is keep. true. That, that's his saying. Seen. That's what he said. We have know? not seen people get away. We we, we haven't. Yeah. When he said, "I want this guy," we have not seen them get away. This is true. And it's crazy. It's twenty twenty has been so far. I don't think that's gonna happen. Jerry's gonna get his guy. Yeah, he's gonna get who he wants. So it's right. seventy seven years old. If you're gonna write the check, you gonna write the check now. Yeah, you might as well. Ain't no reason to For, wait. So you know, and, and we you hear a lot of these draft talk, draft talks. Folk cats was hey, you can get Jerry Judy or you can get CD. They talk about this rookie receivers and you guys know being defenders. Oh yeah, rookie receivers have an adjustment in this league. It's big not time. easy. It's so, big time adjustment and it's unproven. You don't know what they you know. Amari Cooper is a proven commodity in this league. I mean, yeah, these you know Jerry. Judy's of the world knows they have had great college careers, but you never know until they actually hit the NFL pavement, you know, what they can be. So would you rather go with proven commodity or, you know, was a shout out to Des Bryant because he was one of those guys who came in and was and an instant. Ball. And <laughs> he was one of those ball. instant. I mean, returning uh, punts. I mean, he, he, was, he, was a, yeah. he was the beast. So, and and yeah. yeah. it's, yes, yes. it's definitely rare to yeah. see somebody because we saw um, the, the guy Calvin Ridley. It was. It, it took him a little while. It took him a little while to get going. It took him a little while yeah. to get going. And, and he was playing next to Julio Jones, who yeah. you weren't facing double coverage. Exactly. Uh, the kid um, that 
we thought the Cowboys could have taken, who ended up more, who ended up going to Carolina. And last year we started to see, see, see a little DJ bit, Moore. Yeah, we started right. to see, it. but but it t- it takes you some time. The Randy Moss effect, where a guy just go come right out of, as ball. a rookie, it's hard. That's another thing fans don't get all day long. It's hard to just come into this league and just start putting up stuff. I mean, yeah, well, they, yeah, they, they watch him. They watch him in college, and they're like, oh yeah, that's an NFL prototype. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, hey, listen, <laughs> them guys he playing against, they they getting paid big money not to get embarrassed yeah, like these college kids. They're not paying no D two schools on the nah, off week. <laughs> this is every week. Or, yeah, or, or they're they're laying off you. They're not pressing on yeah, you. There's, nah, there's so yeah. many things. So they're they gonna prove a point because yeah. they don't want to get embarrassed by no rookie. In my lifetime, I think it was Dez, Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. and I think that might have been. I, I mean, Julio. Julio came on the scene kind of strong, right? Julio definitely did. Uh, AJ Green. AJ came on strong. That's four. That's. I mean, I can't really name yeah. too many more. It, it, it's just—it's not a, a big bucket of, of yeah, guys yeah, who came yeah, in. Yeah, and he was like, all right, he's a rookie. Yeah. And, exactly. and so when you start talking about those guys, most of those guys are top fifteen. You know, they're top twelve wide receivers. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's they're true. they're drafted very high, and the Cowboys are seventeen. So if you wanted to get one of these quote unquote impact guys, you'd have to go up in the first round. But wide receivers, I, I did a thing, but two years ago when I was doing NBC Sports Radio where they had six wide receivers taken in the first round. And I looked at the two two drafts and each really only produced one guy hmm. that ended up doing something when they took the six. And this hmm. could be another year where they, they 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 have a lot of wide receivers that could potentially go in the first. We could see four guys go in the first yeah. round. Oh, yeah. But it is, it's a hard adjustment. But if you're the Cowboys and you think that you are close to a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones was talking Super Bowl last year. He was talking about this team going deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think you're going to scrap and let an Amari Cooper get out nah, the nah. door over money, nah, nah. especially when you're going to lose Byron Jones. They're not just going to be true. sitting up here empty-handed. We're not going to see the That's not the Cowboy nah. way. Nah, it ain't. That's not, that's not how we have a lot of possible there. losses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who could who could go, go to ahead, different teams. This way, yeah. Yeah, so like I said, I, I don't I'm not worried about Coop. I think he's still gonna be here. Uh Dak getting tagged and then he'll yeah. get a deal worked out some you know, somewhere in the do summer. Do you think he if he's tagged, do you think he shows up? For thirty three is it thirty three million? What's the, the first thing? Yeah, the exclusive talk about 33 I, I, I think he'll be here. You think he'll show up for camp? Yeah, I, I, for camp. Yeah, camp easy. <laughs> you know, well, we, man, he might miss the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might miss the Hall of Fame game. And uh, hopefully this uh, virus is contained by that. There we go. That's there, true. We, 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 like that. we yeah. Everybody is that. operating under the assumption yeah. that Adam's in the guy. next in yeah, the yeah, next back to what we, we, back to we, we don't know. We thinking everything's cool again. Look at that. Don't fool yourself into thinking because everybody's like – and I heard people say, hey, man, listen, you know it's serious now because the big money people, they're losing money, so the cure is coming, because you know, they don't want to shut this down because everybody's losing money. I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, going, it, it's happening, right? Yeah, yeah. So just, just, just brace, be yourself, careful. brace yourself, be careful, wash just your hands, careful. do everything they said you're supposed to do, and if you're sick, do not go around <laughs> other people. Stay be, be courteous, be courteous. So since we have no sports, yep. to each of you, what is a show somebody can binge on to watch? Go ahead, Fer. You can take that, Fer. Man, I uh, just finished the The Outsider uh, last night, which was which was pretty dope. You like uh, that, Steve, huh? Stephen King. 
that was a good TV show. I'm doing Lock and Key. Lock and Key. You started Lock and Star, Key. Started Lock I'm and telling Key. Telling you. Uh, if you go on Netflix, uh, you can probably binge watch binge watch anything. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix is it's been on fire. Like, yeah. Amazon Prime as well. The, um, hun- the yeah. Hunters. The Hunters. If you haven't watched that, Al Pacino. That was one. Of, that was uh, Jordan Peele was the director of yeah. that, I believe. It was a ten, ten. Hunters, uh, you said. The Hunters. Yeah. It's it's amazing show. Jordan Peele directed it. Um, it's about you know this this group of Jews who survived or survived the Holocaust years ago, and they're hunting down Nazis that came to America. It's 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 a pretty it's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's a dope show. It's a dope show. Uh, like Danny said, The Outsider was pretty cool. I watched the whole thing. Um, Stephen King. He all he never disappoints, especially when it comes to his books. So uh, those are two shows I would definitely recommend. I went and binge watched. Season four, The Wire. You went back on again, and then because I had watched season four, which I thought was the best of of The Wire, then I got connected in the season. I was like, oh yeah, how, how does you know? Wait, a minute, what, what happens with Marlo Stansfield? So you know, so I went back and just, and then all these gifs. Like when you look on, if you go and you look at the gifs from The Wire, we see like Bunk goes like that, or Bunk just shakes his head and he walks away from McNulty. You kind, of, oh yeah, that's that gif right there. So so I found myself watching twenty four episodes of The Wire. Um, over 10 days. <laughs> Newies, no, no, you're supposed to be watching Sopranos. Bro. You're right. You're, we you're right. agreed yes. to this okay, and so I, long ago. Okay. So, so what I did, what I did on my, my HBO account, I, I put it in there. You know how you can you know, like save it, you check it. Mm-hmm. So I checked it, checked it. And then I just went down and I saw I saw the wire. And, and then I just. I, <laughs> you already know what happened to Marlo and Avon and the Stringer. You know what happened. He watched it. He probably watched yeah, it. He was like, I hope Stringer makes a different decision this time. Yeah. So he doesn't. Choose option B. Yeah. Choose, <laughs> go that way. You know, some of the things I forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, they, they got a little Randy, didn't they? they Randy, you know, Randy. Randy. <laughs> You know, the name, the name never did cut that hair. So, I mean, you know, I, there was with Carcetti. So, there's a couple things that I forgot. I forgot my man. How, I forgot how my man Clay Davis ended up getting off on that trial. Let me tell you something. The one thing about The Wire that I wish would have happened differently because I wanted to see this battle between Omar and Marlo. Never got you. And I'll say this. I forgot how Omar got killed. Yes. I forgot. I he went, back and the see. man jumped out a six-foot window. I mean, six-story window <laughs> and survived. And he, he soldiered it through. So, so you think about juice. How, how he did that and then how he got gotten in. Which he had the juice. The, the thing that I love about The Wire, I tell people I think it's the best cop show ever, is you truly didn't know how things would end. And then when things would end a certain way, oh, not really. Cause I, got, I, it was built, I was waiting. I, it was built up, and I was like, Omar, like, hey, he, <laughs> hey, he, he got a plan. You know, he gonna figure this out. You thought and Omar you know, was Mar- gonna get away, man. You, you thought, know, I it, thought Omar, like, you know, I thought Omar was gonna make it. I what, thought Omar was gonna. I thought he was gonna see the battle between him and him and Marlo because you know Marlo not backing down for nobody, and he was like, all right, what is do that? And then Omar's looking for him, so you you know you, you got see the him. Juice now. He got the whistle going and all that. And, and then, how clean Mar- at the end, how clean Marlo got. Yeah. <laughs> Got that the rewatchability, man. So, yeah. That so, makes it great. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I know you guys have given me shows to watch. I got I got caught. But you because saw also, it was, well, and I'll say this. It was a guy over the TV station who started watching The Wire because of his brother. And so I was like, well, you got to get to season four. With the kids. I said, the one with the kids was the best mm-hmm. one. I love that one. So that then, so talking to him talked me into... Oh yeah, let me just so and then he wanted to discuss it and talk about it. So I was watching. So we're having Back discussion. So are you going to watch The Sopranos? Because we'll see you next Friday. Yeah, I got right <laughs> <at> that. 
right, right. They okay. gonna cut the music off. Get, get, get the hunters going, got, man. So I've got, I've got, I've got it written down, and, I, and it's in my queue. You, you, you wrote it down months ago, but it's all right. You're correct. This is true. This is true. I need to go ahead and dive into it. Hey, fellas, fun time as always. So, mm-hmm. so the next time we do a show, uh, we'll see. Is Cooper sign? Dak sign? Who's got a tag? Who's back? Is there a CBA? There's a lot of things we'll find out in the next edition of the Players Lounge. He's Danny McCray, Sperry Church. Yes, sir. We appreciate you joining us right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?